Hey everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It is June 28th, 2023. Talk a little Padre baseball with you in a second. No. Also, catch up on what Jeff's been doing to. this week as he was talking about how exciting it is. But I want to mention Dan Williams to start uh. off, Jeff. <laughs> no, I mean that in the best way. You said like Mark Grant every time someone gets a hit. Ugh. No, no, no. Mean it in the best way. Okay. <laughs> sure. That sounded terrible. Poor Dan. Poor Dan. As we're approaching the summer home buying season, Dan wants to remind you that it's going to get crazy. Don't forget about the interest rates. They're going to come down, which means the demand for home prices will be right there. I'm telling you, it's going to be perfect for you to sit there and make that move for that home. Dan and Brian Curry working together. We're really happy about this. Get approved. That's what Dan says. Not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Don't get outbid like so many other home buyers did in 2020. Call our friend Dan Williams today. 858-688-6813. Yeah, Dave, the reason why I said, uh, is because the weather for the past week has been unbelievable. Yeah. And there are so many people visiting San Diego for a variety of reasons, but I've been around a bunch of them that are in town for this World Lacrosse Championships, and you hear a lot, man, it's got to be great living here, honey. (laughs) And you go, okay, Uh, 858-688-6813 is the number to know, because... Yeah, I think people, things we take for granted around here, uh, lack of humidity, lack of yeah, bugs, all of those it. different things. But the one thing we're all very well aware of is if you want to live here, yeah, you're going to pay. And Dan can help you make sure that your finances are completely in line because this summer, man, people come to town. They all want to be a part of it. They don't want to leave. Yeah, and uh, and Dan can help you do it. 858-688-6813 or online at sandiegolending.us. Don't forget about Brian Curry also. Look, if you're looking to upgrade or maybe you're looking to downgrade your home because a kid's leaving for college, Brian Curry's the guy to get in that perfect home. Don't forget Brian Curry's the guy to also get the most for your home as well. Been selling real estate all over San Diego County for almost 30 years. Brian Curry's number 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. One five eight eight. So it's funny, Dave. Tomorrow, my uh, we got the whole day. My friend Joe yeah. Carlo, whole day tomorrow. I've talked about a lot. I think one neighborhood that I'm going to take her to tomorrow is South Park because that area is kind of right up her alley. We'll spend the day, go hang around, but different places to go, uh, find lunch. South Park is one of those places because we've been to Coronado, been to Cardiff, yeah, been to Carlsbad. Good, you took her up north. Yeah, took her up and got her a chance to see uh, a little bit of everything, and and so she's. It's crazy, man. Anytime you have friends visit, you try to do so yeah. much. And it's one thing when they have vacation. It's a different thing when they're on a work trip and you have limited time. But uh, she said it to me a half dozen times. Uh, you know, I could. I don't know if I could ever work here. And then two minutes later, you know, I could see myself living right there. Right there. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people could. Bring a bubble hockey machine. Yeah. Bring it. What? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, but if you are either looking to buy or to sell. Nobody better than Brian Curry, 619-251-1588. Again, uh, we'll get back to it next week. We'll start playing the game of, Dave, how much did Brian get for this house? But 619-251-1588. And yeah, like I said, so many great neighborhoods. And and I, we were talking about the other night, right over yep. in the college area. Like I've been, I've spent more time around San Diego State in the last seven days that I have in probably the last 17 years. But we've had a complete blast, and that's a pretty cool area, too. So no matter where you want to go, Brian can help uh, make it happen. It's funny you mentioned the the weather. I mean, we I think a lot of times we do take it for granted. We know it's fantastic weather. But, like, I was just looking at where I'm going the next seven days. Yeah, where and are you na- going? I'm going to Nashville. Oh, that's right. And I'm going to New York City. Nice. The weather is like 95 degrees, humidity, and uh-huh. 50% chance of rain every day I'm in Tennessee. You should have gone two days ago. You could have gone to the NHL draft tonight. Yeah. Well, exactly I, what Rita wanted to do. This, <laughs> <laughs> Did I get, get into the Orioles Yankee game? She's like, we're not doing that. We saw them both yeah. last year. We're not doing that. No, that's that's not happening. Can you imagine? I tell her we're spending one of the nights at watching that. That's NHL a Bridgestone Arena. Oh, fuck. Go Saturday for rounds three through yeah. seven. <laughs> That'd, just, be, that'd be the just, end of the marriage just right bring there. Your, just bring your your notebook yeah. with your charts. Yeah. No! <laughs> Are you kidding? What's the matter, David? What's the matter? The fifth round pick just went in the seventh. Did anybody watch Russia? 
Oh my god! How many rounds are there in the NHL? I think seven. Is it really? Yeah, I think yeah, it's seven. The NBA is too too low. Two rounds yeah. is too too low. The the NHL draft is fun, but a lot of these guys are going to go back and and play college or play overseas, keep playing juniors, right? Yeah. I mean, the NFL, NBA are really the two where they they come out and play immediately. But I am I I enjoyed the NHL draft for so much. Uh, or I enjoyed it so much tonight, Dave, because you'll love this. At the top of the draft is a guy named Connor Bedard. Now, yeah. Connor Bedard is just 17 years old. But the NHL has been watching this kid and knowing that he is going to be a generational talent since he was 12. Yeah. He was 12 years old on the cover of the Hockey News. He goes to Chicago, and it was great. By the way, very funny video making its way around Twitter today. As these guys that do a podcast are on the streets of Nashville asking guys how much they know about hockey. And they had no idea that they were interviewing Kyle Davidson, the GM of the Chicago no Blackhawks. No way. Who's just walking in a t-shirt backwards ball cap. So they're like, hey, how's it going? Welcome to Nashville. And Kyle plays completely long. Hey, great to be here. How much do you know about hockey? Because, man, you know, I think I know a lot, but a lot of people say I'm probably a four. On a scale of 1 to 10. And then they go, uh, can you name some players? Let's see how many players you can name in 20 seconds. He goes, oh, man. Gretzky, Lemieux. And then he proceeds to knock off his entire roster, right? And these guys still, it's so fun because they don't have any clue. And then they go, okay, do you think the NHL rigged the draft for the Blackhawks to get Connor Bedard? He looks right at the camera. No. These fucking guys don't even know they're talking to him. And it's so great. And kudos to Kyle Davidson for just playing along. Love it. And they're like, how confident are you on a scale of one to 10? He's like, very confident. (laughs) And then somewhere along, they figured it out and they tweeted it out. They're like, Kyle, you're great. Thank you for doing that. That is cool. But the funniest thing is Bedard goes number one. And our beloved Pistol Pete, Coronado Pete, is the biggest Anaheim Ducks fan. Dude, in town. He is slept rock. Everything that guy touches is shit. Dude, he, it happened again tonight. Yeah. Because he wanted the Ducks to take Adam Fantilli, the big physical center day from the University of Michigan. Is that who you would have taken? Yeah, I like him. Yeah. And uh, actually, there's a Russian player that is going to be over in Russia for three years. The Ducks are in the middle of a rebuild. But, I mean, Dave, if, if you're in the middle of a rebuild... That probably could have been the play because this kid's going to come over and just dominate. But if you watch Pete's Twitter for three weeks, man, I can't wait till Adam Fantilli gets here. This kid's exactly what we need. He's big. He's tough. He's going to run over Jeff's Kings. Oh, look at this highlight of Fantilli. Let's go to the podium. Hi, everybody. With the number two pick, the Anaheim Ducks are proud to select from Sweden, Leo Carlson. Pete just writes me, what the hell? What is this? I'm heartbroken. He already has the jersey. He probably did. <laughs> Columbus runs to the stage. Yeah. With pick three, we'll take Adam Fantelli. Pete's like, of course you will. <laughs> but it's just, look, I don't know. Leo Carlson will probably be a great player. Going to spend another yeah. year in Sweden. You know, it's funny. We've all done that in sports, right? Yes. I remember I did it when the Raiders passed on Aaron Rodgers. I lost my shit. I just started Dude, throwing stuff. I The one I laugh about all the time with the Raiders is when they passed on uh, Brady Quinn yeah. to take Jamarcus. Yeah. Ah. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. They're both shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Living. But, um, no, just just fun tonight. Bunch of, you know, a bunch of kids. Yeah. Kings didn't really have a, a pick because they traded it last year. So, um, but just it's exciting. And a bunch of my friends from work are there, and they said these kids are just the nicest kids going. Always. So, yeah, pretty good. And then uh, tough news for anybody who's been paying attention: our friends from Team Jamaica they shocked the world last night with a win over Italy in the first part of the playoffs. So they yep. made the playoffs. They improved to five and zero last night. And then tonight they played number two world ranked team Canada, twenty to one. Our friends from Jamaica, no way. yeah. Holy fuck! I'm telling you, this Canadian team looked like the Globetrotters. Yeah. But I think anybody that was out there, um, we were just talking about. Anthony came out, Gavin came out, Larry Thomas and his family came out. My boys were out. 
uh, Erica came out. Uh, James Royal and his son came out. All the people that were out and and spent time with yeah. Team Jamaica, I think all of you would say we've had an incredible week, Dave. The families were so great. They were so nice and, and thankful to the podcast for putting the word out. And really going into today, they had been the talk of the tournament. I cool. mean, they... When the games are over, they rush over to the fence. They celebrate with the fans. They're cranking, you know, one love, man. It's really? just, yeah. And and the families and dancing and singing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, when you lose to the best in the world, there, there's no shame in that, especially yeah. when you're a newer program. But but I, from, from my friend Joe Carlo and everybody over there at the team, man, they felt like they were at home cool. for, with the way everybody treated them. So they play again Friday at 4 uh, they'll finish in the top 10. They're thrilled. I mean, disappointed. Yeah. But, I mean, you run into the best. Uh, things happen, kind of like what happened with the Padres tonight when they ran into the Pirates. <laughs> All right. So let's talk a little Padre baseball. All right. We, we spoke a lot about it a couple days ago. And things are like when you thought they couldn't get much worse. Mm-hmm. You lose two out of three of the Nationals. And you're going, man, you got to do well there. And then you, you all of a sudden, you, you fuck this up. They faced the Pirates, Austin Hedges. I mean, the Pirates were playing really good at the beginning of the year, really, really bad right now, like mm-hmm. really bad. And you're going, what the hell? The Pirates are playing what everyone thought. I mean, you're talking, you're losing a massive amount of games. This is a perfect opportunity for the Padres before they face the Reds, who have turned into one of the better teams in baseball. Well, sure enough, here you go. You face uh, you, you face a team, the Pirates, that beats the dog shit out of you. And so yeah. tonight, as, as we do the show on a Wednesday – they, they lose, and things go from bad to worse, and Bob Melvin gets ejected when the score is 2-1, to one, by the way. Yeah. You know? And and a lot of people, man, when I watch you guys on Twitter who say, hey, that's what this team needs. No, it doesn't. Bob's there to manage. Bob's yeah. not there to get thrown out. It's yeah. an automatic ejection at that point. Shut your fucking mouth. They went to instant replay. It went against you. Shut your mouth. Just go. Now you lose what? Bob wanted out. Of course. Everybody wants out, okay? But that's my point. It doesn't do anyone any good. And anyone who gets fired up when a manager gets tossed, that's not a time to get tossed. And you go, what's, what's the process? I'm watching this team like you are and like so many other people listening to the show are. Dude, I, honestly, man, it is not going to turn around. It's just not. It's I a, wrote it's, tonight it's on Twitter, disaster. They, they look like a team that's quit. I agree with you 100%. So they, they, that being said, I'm with you. I, I'm yeah. with you. I'm, I'm glad I didn't read your, your tweet. But, man, nobody ever wants to believe that about any professional team because you're getting paid tons of money to do a job. Yeah, there's nothing, man. For me, and you're going to disagree with me, and people are going to go, oh, fuck, it's because you hate them. Tell me it's not. When Manny said, I'm not talking. Yeah. That that to me was the quit sign. Right. He's the captain of the team. Sorry, yeah. man. You you got to step up. You're the voice. Yeah. Everyone in that locker room, clubhouse, as they call it in yeah. baseball, yeah. they look to him. I'm sorry. Right. It's like when, I don't know if anyone else ever experienced this, but when you're a kid and all of a sudden you see your parents cry or realize yeah. they're shooken, you realize that everything is different. It, it catches you off. I'm sorry. When Manny fucking has had enough, he's the guy. We all said it last year. He's the captain. It doesn't matter that Bogarts is two World Series or Tatis is fantastic, any of the other shit. Manny is the fucking guy. He was here first. And say, I'm out. That was a, that was a bad move. Bad look, man. Bad I'm, look. I'm glad, yeah. you, I'm glad you, you agree. I thought for sure you're going to jump me for that. No, no, no. You got to go. And, and. The problem is with this team, they they do look like they've quit. There is nothing there offensively. And the problem is, I mean, look, if you were here Monday, it's funny. We said Monday, fire Preller. Tuesday, it's in the paper. Wednesday, it's all over local morning. Yeah. It's weird. That's why you pay five bucks. (laughs) And and it absolutely, and, and listen, we all love Pete Seidler. Steve Cohen had a press conference today. And said something really, really interesting if you're watching. Not, I didn't hear it, so help me out. I watched the Mets media, and they said, what a waste of time this was. Terrible waste of time. Steve Cohen said something really interesting if you were paying attention as a baseball fan. And he said, we all get emotional, and we all want change. But he said, I have to look at this from an organizational standpoint. Yeah. And if we constantly start blowing people out, it's a terrible look for people that want to come here. You have to ride it out at some point and then make the decisions you have to make. And he said the point of that being is that Billy Epler will be here through the end of the year. Yeah. And Buck Showalter will be here through the end of the year. Because I think Steve Cohen looks at it and goes, who am I going to bring in right now in either of those two yeah. positions that are going to change things around. It's not a Philly situation. 
Right, it, right. It's not like Joe Girardi was there for a long time and it wasn't working. Yeah, and Rob yeah. Thompson comes in yeah. and all of a sudden re- replaces. Yeah, Buck's but, been there a year and a half. That's it. Yeah, and, and Bob Melvin got this team to the yep. National League Championship Series. So, if we look at Pete Seidler and what his history is, I said he had, or I said it Monday. I said to me, you you have to go out and do something that is going to inspire a fan base that. It's been a fair, very fair relationship. Pete's committed the money, and the fans have gone out and sold out games. Exactly right. Everyone's done their job at the hitters. Correct. Right? Yeah. I mean, Nick Martinez is yeah. in trouble tonight. I blame Laura. 100%. I do. I mean, she whammied this team a couple of different ways. But to me, I, I don't. That's fine for Steve yeah. Cohen. I'm not a Mets fan. Yeah. Padre fan. We're not interested in sitting there and going, well, let's ride this thing out. Because you have to start thinking tonight about who's available on this team. And we talked about it the other day that Snell probably has to be available. Pitcher of the month for June. The other 10 strikeout game tonight. Yep. Josh Hader's got to be available. He's looking for $100 million as a closer. That's crazy. But I'll tell you the other one, Dave. At one point, you start looking around going, holy fuck, man. Maybe it's time to start thinking about Soto. Now, I don't know what the market is <laughs> yeah. on Soto. Yeah. You and I are sharing a brain right now, today. Yeah, but I, you have to look at it and go, okay, if, we, if we're pulling the trigger before the All-Star game, yep. then... Boy, maybe that's dramatic. You're 37 and 43. Yeah. Do you really think down the stretch that this team is capable of winning 53 games is what you're going to have to do to get to 90 wins? I don't think so. So I start looking and say, well, I may not do it tomorrow, but there has to be at some point an opportunity to, I mean, I don't know if it's hit the reset button. Get a little fresh blood in there, right? Yeah. But what you're doing today isn't working. And and uh, Padre Pedro, man, we don't we don't want to hear we're going to ride it out. And I think people are sick of Preller. Yep. Even though he went for it, but extensions and trades. Not, not, I'm not ripping him for the Soto trade. I loved it when it happened. It just hasn't worked out. But he's got to be the guy to to pay the price. Couldn't agree more. All right, so I'm not going to disagree with anything you said. This will be one of those shows where Brian Long would say, what the fuck? There are no fights. Fuck Brian Long. So, <laughs> so, so, so here's here's my, my thing. We just talked about a second ago how it feels like these guys have quit. Mm-hmm. Look, I hate to hear when, you know, the Xander Bogarts thing was interesting, I thought, on Sunday when he left. Like, he was really at a loss for words. But I think a lot of us are at a loss for words. On, I, I can't explain it. doesn't make any sense that this is the way it's working out. Dude, you got to change things up. I mean, the only thing you can do, why sit there and ride out this ride? We all know the way it's going to end. You just said it. You aren't going to win your 90 games. It would take a miracle to be, there's nothing they've shown you to say they can put 53 wins together. So why would you think that would possibly happen? You know, it's not going to happen. You want to believe they can do it. They can't. This team's not going to do that. Dude, I would make some trades. Yeah. I, and I know nobody wants to hear that it's fucking June. And look, it's not going to work. So why, why would you sit there and continue down this, down this path? Yeah. To, and, and, and I don't want Preller being the guy that makes the trades. No. I'll be honest right. with you. I would get rid of Preller now. I'm sorry. And, and now my anger goes towards Seidler. Show me yeah. the balls that you have the balls to fire this guy that everyone is saying. Yeah. He hasn't gotten you what you wanted. He has a career losing record. What do they say? He has more last place finishes than he has appearances in the postseason. And am I the only guy in town when Xander Bogarts is talking the other day where I'm looking at him going, shut the fuck yeah. up. Everybody's saying shut the fuck up. And everyone's pissy as 11 years on this contract. Dude, shut the fuck up. Every, you're the, you're the guy. Why don't you fucking do something? He can't. He's an old man. My wrist he, hurts. He's, <laughs> he's, 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 he's some blue like, emo. John, Call Johnny Bench and get some John's fucking. Tussle. Yeah, get some yeah. blue emo. My wrist hurts. Yeah, I, I don't the bus honestly. Goes by my wrist hurts. Yeah, I, I don't need to hear anything out of Xander Bogarts at this point, okay. really. No, well, yeah, 100%. Like, it's been one of the most disappointing free agent signings of all time so far. And Manny has been a huge disappointment this year. Yeah, the, huge. 100%. Huge. So, Still a Manny guy. Yeah, because you, you, you can see oh, yeah. that he's done it in the past, including right. last year. So here's the deal, man. I would fire Preller today. I'd yeah. bring in a new GM. I'd go get Theo. I, I know, but Theo's not coming in the middle of the year. 
He's not going to come all of a sudden show up in the next week. The nah. draft's coming up around July 10th, July 11th. Yeah. I don't want Preller doing the draft for no. me. I don't want his hands on any other decisions right. that have to be made. If, we, if you end up trading Soto or Snell or anyone else, I want someone else to pull the trigger because this history of trade sucks. Yeah. You Terrible. Know? I'm sorry. You go all the way back to when he traded all those guys to Seattle or all those guys to Cleveland. Oh They're God. all shit. They're all shit. The fucking deal to get uh, Nola. Fucking disaster. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, dude, you, you got to cut ties, man. And so my, my one request would be to Seidler, dude, just pull the trigger. Nobody yeah. wants to fire anybody. It's not fun. If you're one of those weirdos that likes firing people, then you're in the wrong business of anything you're yeah, doing. I agree. You should be trying to put together the best team you can to support your business. And right now, it, it, I'm sorry. Hey, end of the road. This end is of the road. At. This is where we're at with Preller. And I tell you what, Dave, I, I bet you get a different feel out of Melvin. Too. I couldn't agree more. And it sounds like from what you and I are hearing from different things of people that we aren't going to use their names on this show because they're nice enough to feed information to us. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Bob did not become dumb overnight. He's right. a well-respected manager. I think he's handcuffed. Yeah. I think he got stupid shit going on by Preller yep. and his toadies. And you got to get those fuckheads out of there. Yeah. I, I don't think it's on Bob. I think it's 100% on AJ and those dumb fucks he has answering to him. And they got to go. Yeah. They're a bunch of fucking circus clowns. Get out of here. I, Enough. With you 100%. This is not working. It's right. just not working. You need someone else driving the ship. Right. And and just let Bob manage the team. Yeah. And again, AJ's not going to resign. No. You got to no. fire him. Yeah. Pete, Pete you got to step up, man. Now, right now. This is like, it. This is, I mean, dude, I've watched this team since 82. That doesn't matter. I know a lot of you, my son Jack's watched it for a couple of years. It still wants it as much yeah. as you do. Absolutely right absolutely right and whether you've been a fan of this team since 82 yeah or you started watching it three years ago and started getting excited and it's bad it's across the board man yeah i i i, I don't feel no matter what you hear on coaches show that because i've watched it or because i went to uh qualcomm and watched yeah. him or jack murphy it doesn't make me any no, different no, yeah. fuck that but this team is shit and they're an embarrassment and they're terrible and I don't want to hear, and Pete's nowhere to be found, just fine. But he should be front and center and saying, you know what? For the prices we're charging you yeah. and for the money I'm paying to these guys, it's not getting it done. Yeah. And we got to get a new vision in here. And the vision for this team has been AJ, and AJ can't get it done. So AJ, door. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Nobody, there's nobody in this town. That's going to stand up and say, you fired AJ? Not one. What about, what am I going to throw a rock star GM t-shirt? Right. Get all these guys out of here. Uh, man, I, I'm Josh with you. Stein, gone. Yep. Enough. And if these rumors that you keep reading on social media are true, that they're not paying any money to the scouts, that they're not doing analyticals, that their medical team's all fucked up. Boy, holy shit. Yep. What are you doing over there? Get it together. Get your shit together. <laughs> well, that's what you kind of talked about when you brought up Theo's name. Yeah. Theo was the analytical guy before everybody else. He was the yeah. guy that figured it out. And, and whether he took the ideas from what happened in Oakland, he took it to another level. And that's right. just, you got you to gotta give better information. I feel, do feel bad for Bob Melvin. And people say, what are you talking about? He makes $3 million a year. Bob's old. You think Bob wants to continue losing games? He no. just stayed in Oakland in front of 2,000 people and lost games. It's not what his, his idea is. I believe he's 100% handcuffed. When Bob walks in that clubhouse, and it's funny, I'll steal a line from Coach. He goes, I work for the station. I still have no idea who makes the lineup out. Yeah. I'll tell you who makes the lineup out. The front office is yeah. making the lineup out for Every Bob. Day. Every day. Every day. They're, the front office is the one that makes the lineup out. And Bob is handcuffed there. It, it stinks. Man, I'm sorry. But the, the, the thing is, and Bryce touched on it, but as you said, we talked about it before Bryce even wrote it. Dude, it, it, it's Preller. It's the common denominator. He's the only thing that's been left since 2014. Right. He's the guy, man. And he'd be the guys we're celebrating if they're 15 exactly games right. over. Exactly right. But you're he'd 11 like, out hey, man, right now. He put it together. As of right now, they're 11 out as we do the show right now. He went from being totally chic to a total geek, as my friend <laughs> Boom used to say. Did he copyright that? Yeah. <laughs> but you got to, I mean, look, man, it's not fair to the fans. Yeah. You're charging us to get it. You're charging us. We're paying the money. And uh, so you got you got to say, hey, man, we're in it together. Because the fans have stepped up and said, yeah, Pete, we're in it together. 
We'll support this team. But guess what? What's going on on your side isn't getting it done. Yeah. And if we're in this thing as a partnership, you got to make that call because we're done with that guy. So when you look at, you say you fire Preller, does that change things enough to equal wins right away? It probably doesn't. That's why you still have to trade a player. You have to trade someone yeah. in that locker room that's a name. Someone in that clubhouse yeah. has to go that's a name to go, fuck, they're, they're, it's not going to be okay. This is not acceptable by our owner. Yeah, you got somebody's got to move. Somebody has to move out of there. Um. Okay, so Xander's not going anywhere. No. Nope. No one's dumb enough to take that contract. Manny's not going Manny's anywhere. Manny's not going anywhere. Fernando's not going anywhere. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. taking the Darvish deal. Nobody's taking the Cronenworth yeah. deal. So it has to be Soto. Yeah, I think, has to be I so, think Soto has to be the big name that has to go. Probably. Probably. I mean, yeah. while while values at the highest. Exactly. And and make a move to get him. And then and then start Hader and Snell. And Hassan Kim. Right, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Honest to God, you, it's true. I mean, you have to, you got to kind of recharge a little bit. I mean, it's not a full-on reset because we just said a bunch of these fucking dummies are going to be here. DFA Nelly Cruz, man. Enough. Get them out. Enough of this shit. <laughs> Carpenter, right? Yeah. And then, man, I mean, the first thing, get a catcher, yeah. right? I mean, the Sanchez... He stays around as your backup, right? The guy who catches Sundays. Okay, all right, fuck it. Nola, yeah. gone. I mean, just do whatever you can. And uh, God, I thought that was Crisello calling the Dodger game. <laughs> Look at Tim Neverett. I can't stand Tim Neverett. Um, I love Ello. It's my guy. But yeah, I mean, I just start looking. Do something to change it up, man. You mentioned the Phillies. That's a great analogy, Dave. Yeah. Do something to, to figure it out. But but the Phillies changed by getting rid of Joe Girardi. Honestly, about ten days ago, I came in here. I was like, "Man, Bob's got to go." I don't know that it's on Bob. Who you got? Mike Schilt going to make a difference? No. Matt Williams going to make a difference? I don't think so. The manager's not going to make a difference because every I don't think there's a player on that team that hates. As Bob long Melvin. as you're letting Preller uh, pull the strings, nothing's going to change. Yeah, I don't think there's a player on that team though that dislikes Bob. No. Bob doesn't have that reputation. Everywhere he's been, he's always been well-liked and considered a very smart baseball guy. And Bob's been through this before. I'm sure Billy yeah. Bean was assisting, right? Yeah. With, with the lineup day in and day out. Give Bob a chance to run the fucking team, okay? That sounds so hard. Huh? Padre Pedro? When you, you wake out there? When you watched um, yesterday mm-hmm. and then you saw that they lose 7-1 to today? Yeah. Is your, is your feeling that, that they've quit? Do you feel the team has quit? Yeah, 100. They look like a team that's quit. They do look like a team that's quit. And and guess what? It's like Dana White always says. It's, it's something that Dana says whether you like him or not. He said, when guys start talking about retirement, they've already retired. Like, if you're that's like, hey, point. maybe I think I should hang it up. Hang it up. Yeah. As soon as it comes into your head, it's there. And to me, this team looks like they're just not into it. There yeah. is nothing about this team that makes you think, man, I can't wait till 930 tomorrow morning so we can see them come out and just kick the shit out of the Pirates. <laughs> they look like a team that's like, what time's our game? All right. All right. That's fine. And now you go in and, and teams, look, man, I think the other thing that we probably don't talk about because we're not used to it is – this charges up a team like the Pirates. Pirates, yes. I just heard Sammy Levitt on the way down. Sam made a good point. This team has been playing, meaning the Pirates, had been playing terrible. Yeah. But now you get two wins against a team, and I, I know the pods are struggling, but, man, you beat that lineup that we just talked about. Machado and Soto and Bogarts, Fernando. Yeah. And, and man, that, that amps you up. And I guarantee you the Reds are looking, going, we're going to kick the shit out of this Padre team. Yeah. We're just going to kick the shit out of them. When they come and the pods are like, oh, all right. Yeah, you probably will. Um, yeah, frustrating, man. And and really, though, Dave, as much as we've said it, at the end, you mentioned feeling bad for Bob Melvin. I really do feel bad for Pete Seidler. Pete Seidler has too. tried everything he can to make this. But guess what, Pete? Your, your buddy over there is terrible. Yes. Uh, and... And I would just say this is probably where you got to think about the great Doc Rivers because as bad as Doc Rivers has been in a lot of situations, Doc Rivers had no trouble trading his own son. Yeah. And 
Jack McKeon traded his son-in-law. Yeah. Greg Booker. You're right. Traded your daughter's husband. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, if they can do that, then you can blow out your buddy. Um, That's the thing. He, he, he needs to Tom make a tough move. Look, the fans have shown that they're here to support you, Pete. Yeah. You try to support the fans. It's all working back and forth. The thing where it's not working is on the field. Yeah. It's not working on the field. Let me throw a trade at you. You tell me if you would do it. Okay. All right. Because I'm asking, what do, you, what do you want back from Soto? Let's say you trade a Soto. Do you want a player that can a starter and minor leaguers? Mm-hmm. Or do you, we want to trade star for star? Um. Like, yeah, I guess, like my, my, the reason I asked that question, because Soto's still a young guy. Was mm-hmm. he 24 years old? Yeah. Still a young guy. Would you trade Soto for Pete Alonzo? Oh, yeah. So Pete Alonzo's 28 years old. Contracts expire at the same time. Well, yeah, I would do that. And then and then move Cronenworth back to second, and you mm-hmm. try and trade Hassan Kim, too? Because yeah. you can't trade Cronenworth's contract. No. Yeah, I would do that. So you're talking, so here you go. We're, free, we're in change this clubhouse right now. Pete Alonso is probably a dick. I don't know. He always comes off as a dick, but who knows? If he's wearing a, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. If he's wearing a Padre uniform, everybody would love him. He's just yeah. goofy. He's just a goofy fuck. Yeah. But so you go, Hassan Kim, Soto, Snell, Hater, all gone. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Because honestly, you're 11 games out of first place in your own division. Yeah. Waka? Yeah. Why not? I mean, Waka's got a player option at the yeah. end. The way he's pitching, he's not coming back to this shit. No. <laughs> why, would, why would anybody want to return here? Right. Seriously. What, like, if you're Otani, why would you even think about San Diego right, right now? you got to change things up even to make it attractive to him. Yeah. He knows it's a train wreck down here. It's a train yeah. wreck in Anaheim. Yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would start listening. Yeah. Start listening. I mean... Every day, man, every day you pull off the calendar, market changes a little bit. Although as you get closer to the deadline, maybe teams look and go, yeah, right now they may be like, ah, yeah, we feel pretty good. How? I mean, if you're the Reds tonight, right? If you're the Diamondbacks yeah. tonight, are you completely all in? We're not even at July. Are we completely all in with with five weeks to go to the deadline? Ah, I don't know if I'm ready to commit yeah. yet. Five weeks from now, man, they're still right there. Hey, maybe it's a different game. Yeah. Maybe they're ready to go, right? What are the Twins willing to give up? Twins desperately need help. Twins will trade for fucking Blake Snell. They would. and uh, Yeah, 100%. And then Snell will get fucking elbow tendonitis when it happens every time <laughs> Twins make a trade. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there's there's a market for all the guys that we talked about, Dave. I just I don't know what the point is of staying status quo. Yeah. There, there's no way when you're at 37 and 43 to think that you can win 53 games down the stretch to get to 90. Yeah. Because my feeling is the way the playoffs are, you pretty much have to be a 90 team win to get in. Yes. And so if that's what you're waiting on. Man, God, man. Before the sucks. season began, all the talk of could they beat the Padres all-time win record of 98 wins if oh, they had a 98. Boy. I don't think they can. Yeah, right now they're struggling to get to 500. They'd have to win 62. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. So, <laughs> so there's an interesting story that I thought was, I don't, I'll don't. i tell you how I would take it. I'm asking how you would take it. Okay. At the Alex Cora story today. Did you catch this? No, I didn't see it. So Alex Cora brought in as, again, manager of the Red Sox, his three Dodgers on his team. Okay. okay that were part of the 2017 Dodgers. Okay. Like Alex Verdugo is a Dodger, but he wasn't on yeah. that team. So he brings in Justin Turner, Kenley Jansen, Kiki Hernandez. Yeah. And he brings them in and he apologizes for the sign stealing and everything that he had to do with it in 2017 when he was with the Astros. Yeah. Kenley Jansen said he almost cried, that it meant that much to him. How would you have taken it if you're one of those three guys? I'd be like, enough. Exactly. Save it, fuckface. Yeah. You know, yeah. You give us that ring, you going to sell it? Yeah. Give me a cash bonus? I don't need to hear that shit. Let's go. Train yeah. keeps moving, man. I, I, it's... Uh, I love Jerry Coleman. Jerry Coleman would always say in very colorful language about stats, nobody gives a fuck about yesterday. And I don't know that Jerry said it, but nobody gives a shit about yesterday. Nobody cares what you did yesterday. Yeah. It's all about what are you going to do for us today? Yeah. And and that's it. Yeah, I don't care. Let's go. We're here now. That's why I go save it. Like, dude, yeah. we're, we're here. I'm under contract with the Red Sox. I'm yeah. wearing the fucking uniform. Yeah, I made the decision to yeah. come here. Are you saying that to make yourself feel better, Alex? Yeah, completely. Yeah. So, dude, you self-serving little twerp. So, <laughs> when Kenley Jansen said, oh, I almost cried, 
And I'm like thinking, fuck off, man. Fuck it's, off. So, it's so ridiculous to me. And I've made this argument before. Rob Manfred came out last week saying, my biggest mistake basically was protecting the players on the Astros if they told me what really happened. Yeah. Well, dude, just take the gunning championship away from the Astros. Yeah. You don't have to give it to the Dodgers because right. there's no guarantee the Dodgers would have won it. The Yankees might have won it. You don't know who would have won it on the way. Yeah. But fuck, man, to sit there and say it's a hunk of middle is, is ridiculous. To yeah. sit there and say it's the one thing every one of these teams and fan bases want and to, to diminish it like it's nothing is insane. So, yeah, Alex Cora, man, I'm like, save it, dude. And Kenley, why did you give him what he wanted? Yeah. Why did you? Kenley? I don't understand it. I just thought it was a bullshit thing. When the story came out today, I was more frustrated by it than like, hey, good for Alex for owning up. Fuck you. No, I got no time for yeah. that shit. Everyone it's, says he was the mastermind. Yeah, it, it's the bullshit that I always bring up. Where you're like, I hate Bobby Ross. I didn't hate Bobby Ross. I liked him. But shit like I have to apologize to the fans. Yeah. I'll fuck all that. <laughs> the biggest crock of shit. You're not. Come give less of a shit about the fans. I mean it. <laughs> None of these guys. Oh, for Christ's sake. Look at this dummy over here. He's ill-fitting. Who? Pick pick any player. Who? Lance Allworth jersey. He's going to tell me how to run this team. But now I'm going to go out and apologize to him because I feel yeah. like I let him down. And all you morons took it. I was like, shut up. Keep walking. Get, just be better. That's, That's all it. we need you to do. We won't win. Just say, hey. We just won't win. Yeah, you know, if Bobby Ross had come out or, or Bob yeah. Melvin comes out and said, man, we're just trying to be better. Yeah. And, and I don't know. Everybody's gripping, freaking out. I don't know. They just need a day at the water park. Is Aquatica still over here? It's not. Shit. <laughs> now what do we do? Now what do we, we can't do? can't even hold on to Aquatica. Son oh, of a bitch. Shit. Uh, speaking of water parks, Alan Taylor, man, wants to put one right in your backyard. That perfect pool, man. We talked about the weather. Man, it's going to be great the rest of the year. San Diego, you're, you're great. it's great enough to live here. You need that pool to sit there and enjoy the weather like you should. Don't forget, Alan Taylor is your guy. Ask about available financing. More than 20 years of building pools. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Came out today. We spent the day at USD on the yeah. campus of USD. And, David's absolutely pool weather because you're starting to see Traffic's been pretty mellow around town, yeah. but I don't know if people noticed it today. Man, it felt like the 5, the 8 uh, was what I was on, 125 today. Starting to see a few more people, like people are getting that early start. It's a four-day weekend for the 4th, and people are like, they want to get out of town, whether it's Inland Empire or L.A., they want to come down here and hang out. So what do we do, the locals? Man, wouldn't it be great if you could just hang out in the backyard by a tailor-made pool? It could be either a brand new one or the remodel. I love the remodel because we always talk about, hey, you can do the celebrity pool. I know so many of you say, when's the Pam Greer pool coming back? Hey, we'll all make it happen. Hear it all the time. All the time. What about the the uh, Adrian Barbeau pool? That's another <laughs> popular one. We'll do it. But but I feel bad for the people that are like, well, I can't really participate in the celebrity yeah. pool because I already have a pool. It just sucks. It looks like Granny from the Beverly Hillbillies. We'll give uh, Alan a call. His team can come in, buff it up. It'll look like Ellie Mae. There you go. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452 or online at tailormadepools.net. There you go. Don't forget about Kyle Fluger right now. Again, we're so proud of him. He's branched out on his own. This is his own company right here. It's Mithril Media. All right, I'll spell it out for you because you're going to think I just uh, basically have a lisp all of a sudden. I, know, I don't I like it. M-I-T-H-R-I-L Media. His business website, of course, it's uh, easy to get in touch with him. You can call him at 619-500-6621. That's 619-500-6621. Or you can sit there and you can uh, obviously go right to his website, mithralmedia.io. And if you tell him you heard about it from the Dave and Jeff show, 10% discount for all the services to new customers. Yeah, I love it. Um, you, you talk about it, Dave, and so many different things are done online. The thing that I love the most are two guys that own websites, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, talking about fighting each other. Yeah, did you hear that thing? I like that a lot. I would pay for that. I I'd pay a lot for that. It's over now. It's not going to happen. Oh, no, what happened? Fucking Elon Musk's mom won't let him do it. Oh, damn it. I well, didn't realize Zuckerberg was only 5'7". 
I thought he was the other day in the New York Post said he was like five nine or five ten. Uh, they said five seven and Elon six one. Oh my gosh. I wanted to see that. Well, if <laughs> those guys aren't gonna go at it, maybe you find somebody that's in the same line of work as you. E commerce yeah. has a website. Maybe you fight them. Yeah. But today online purchase, I loved it. I bought new markers for our dry erase board at work. God, there's nothing more frustrating than when the dry erase markers run out yeah and you just barely god damn with this green pen <laughs> and i tell you what if you sell those markers i would have come to you but your website sucks yeah so that's why i got to give kyle a call because i went somewhere else spent the money just like that it was over so if your website's not performing up to the level it should give kyle a call as they mentioned I'll link to Kyle's website on our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, a website built by Kyle, maintained by Kyle, and mention uh, Dave and Jeff Show for 10% off your first services. Love there you it. go. All right, here's the number. I said I'm going out of town uh, this week. So am I. And I'm putting this number right in my phone because, as, as they say in the South, I plan on raising hell. Not a kid. Right. Not a kid. <laughs> So you know this number is going to be bright yeah. bail bonds, right? I'm going to take care of bright bail bonds. They're going to take care of me. The number is 888-669-0295. That goes right to my phone, 888-669-0295. Fabian and Miguel, man, they're going to take care of you. They've written more than 20,000 bonds. You know you're in good hands. Also, they're professional, confidential, caring, and non-judgmental when I go crazy on Broadway. <laughs> is that right? Yes. Well, I, I don't think I'll be going too crazy because I'll be in the Bay Area with my kids. Yeah. But I think you guys know that it's 4th of July. The weather's warming up. Yep. The beers are going to be nice and chilled. And that's when bad decisions happen. And it may not be you making it, but it could be a friend. And if they give you a call, number one, want to remind you that uh, both Fabian and Miguel work 24-7 for Bright Bail Bonds. Even on holidays with the 4th of July coming up next Tuesday, Dave said it. You got to have this number in your phone, 888-669-0295, 888-669-0295. They can work with you on a custom play, pay plan that works best for you. But most importantly, when those gray bars close, you want them back open or your friend does. And Fabian and Miguel can make that happen incredibly fast and do it uh, the best way possible. 669 0295. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going June 28th. Okay. We just talked about them. Elon Musk. Uh, 52? 52. Dude, this this is where the number comes up. Crazy. I, Dude, I had to look at it twice. Yeah. Is he... Is he like $110 billion? It's more than that, dude. Is that right? Yeah. What is it? $235 billion. Jesus Christ, that's incredible. Yeah. I'd want to fight a little twerp too yeah. if I had all that money. <laughs> That's great. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Next one on here, John Cusack. I like John Cusack. I'll say uh, fifty. I'll say fifty-eight. Fifty. You're right there. If you want to that, yeah, fifty. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh shit. I did, I'm sorry. I thought you're guessing the money. I just gave it away for you. You're going to say fifty million, weren't you? Yeah. But wait, how old is it? 57. 57. All right. I'll say uh, say 11 million. <laughs> no, let me change that. Let me say 50. Man, you're Dude, good at this. Good for Cusack. I like John Cusack. Good for him. Dude, he's underrated in, he uh, in uh, 16 Candles. Remember he plays the, when the dork friend? He plays yeah. Anthony Michael Hall's friend. Dude, he's great he's like, in get, that. He's telling him to get the camera, and he yeah. makes all that noise. He goes, what are you doing? People work in this neighborhood. Dude, he's great in that. He's great in Say Anything. And he's great. I love Gross Point Blank yeah. when he's the hitman. And he's in there with uh, Piven. Yeah. Those two maniacs. Now, I think they've had a falling out. But Is that right? Kind of like Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Oh, wow. But they made so many movies together. Yeah. There dude, we go. Dude, that's good. All right. All right. Memphis's own Kathy Bates. Oh, Kathy Bates. Would you rather hook up with Kathy Bates or Kathy right Griffin? There. Kathy Griffin. Oh, Dude, I saw Kathy. Why would Kathy Bates go top listen about Schmidt? I didn't like that. Why did she do that? Like ruin a good Jack Nicholson movie. <laughs> That's where you just put the popcorn That's, down. Dude, 100%. I was, I'm out. I'm, not, I'm done watching the rest of this movie. I can't take a chance. She's going to do it again. Is White Chicks next door? <laughs> uh, Kathy Bates. 
I'll say 66. 75. Really? Yeah. Uh, Did you like her in the office? No, I was done with the office okay. by the time she showed up. Um, I've liked her in other things. I'll say uh, 27 million. 20 million dollars. Okay. Okay, last one. And everyone's a fan but me. Okay. Mel Brooks. He's all right. He's all right. Him and Jackie Mason overrated. Dude, Jackie Mason's way overrated. Uh, I'll say 98. Close, 97. Dude, I'll say... I'll say 90 million. Close, 100 million dollars. Nice. There you go. All right, here we go. Five random questions. All right. If you knew you had one month to live, what would you do? Uh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. No, I mean, like, like, what would you do? What if you just had to cry and stop? I just, uh, I'd hang out with my kids, man. Yeah. That'd be it. Would you go anywhere? I don't think so, unless yeah. they were coming. No, I mean, would you like say, hey, let's go here before, you know. Oh, that's let's pretty Rig- fun. Let's go to Wrigley Field. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, go to Minneapolis, I think, would be the one. There you go. Yeah, but yeah, just hang out with them, man. As long as I could same do that. Thing. What about you? Same thing. I'd hang out with my kids. I'd hang out with Josh. Uh, do you consider yourself a dog or a cat person? Normally, I wouldn't even have to ask anyone that question, but since you own both, I'm going to ask you, which is more important to you? I do. Um, I love the dog because the dog gets disrespected by the cat. The cat disrespects. But then, dude, I am a cat guy. Like I saw Bernie Wilson tonight, showed a great picture on Instagram. Bernie does not strike me as a cat guy. But Bernie has a cat named Hannah. And he showed Hannah tonight, and she's great. Every time he's got a picture of her, she's just hanging out, living the life, yeah, stretched out, sleeping. But he showed that uh, the picture that two years ago, he and his wife um, rescued her from the Humane Society. Okay. And she just looked scared and miserable. And, man, if you get a chance, go on Instagram tonight and look at the before picture and where she is now. Really? Bernie's not doing it for attention. Yeah. He really, in a sense, was doing it to say, hey, look, man, there's there's more like Hannah. You can make a difference, and, and they love her. Um, dude, my, my boys have a cat that uh, when she was born, she had to have her eye removed. Okay. And so her original name was Whiskers. My son Cade named her when he was like three. But since like two days after that, she's just been whiskey. And... Uh, this fucking cat, dude, loves me. Yeah. So I go over, I hang out, and no matter where she is, she comes flying and she hangs out. So she hangs out yeah. for like 10 minutes, and then she leaves, and she walks about 15 yards, and she turns around. And, dude, I think when they took her eye, I'm not kidding, Dave. Like, I think they fucked up her, like, her brain. Yeah. Because she walks like 15 yards and turns around. It's like I just showed up. And she comes running back. It's short-term memory. Dude, she is done. And she's the funniest little shit. And, and for whatever reason, like, the thing that I always do is I take my thumb and my index finger, kind of like a hook. Yeah. And if you go, like, along the side of the cat's head, like, through the jaw or over there. And so I play with her. And, dude, she just, Wah! she's so loud. Like, she's just being tortured. Dude, she is funny as shit. Or if I just do this, like on her hind quarter, yeah. dude, she just purrs like crazy. And if I stop, eh, yells at me. <laughs> but she fucks with Diego all the time. Like the cats fuck with Diego. They're always swatting at him and smacking him. So I'm a dog guy yeah. because they get, it's like, it's like Father's Day. There was this great meme the other day, which is 100% true. For Mother's Day, we always got a fucking book brunch at the Dell and then for Father's Day, it's like, hey, you want a barbecue? It's the same shit. The cats get the brunch, and Diego's got to uh, Diego's yeah. got to grill. So, yeah, I'll be at the condo for two weeks, and God, I got to take care of all of them. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to me and Diego. There you go. There you go. You are you allergic to cats? Hundred percent. I'm so allergic to cats. Did you ever have a cat? I tried it. Tried it. It's uh, when I was a kid, man. When we moved into our home in Tennessee, I kept hearing a noise under the house. We had a, we had the old like basement. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, man, I found a kitten in there, and oh, I was like, wow. "Cool, man, we got this kitten." I was dying. Like I, yeah. just, my eyes were swollen shut. Uh, I couldn't breathe. It sucked. And I was like, "All right, not a cat guy." That was it. Yeah. But now a huge dog guy. But I can't. Uh, like it's got to be a cool cat. Like it's yeah. either got to be. 
Like, what's that white cat with like the smash face? Like, uh, is it a Pomeranian or I something? I have no idea. Oh, is, is this cat got those big bug eyes? Come on, get that big out of here. Eyes. I don't want to look at that. I don't want to look at that bald cat, like from Austin Powers. Yeah, the, the airless cat? Ah, That's the one I probably wouldn't be allergic to. Ah, and then can, go, if he came fuck? over, yeah. that weird fuck, the fuck out of everybody. Yeah, aliens in the window. Get that. Close the blinds. <laughs> get that shit out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Hey, did you hear Coach's show today when the guy said the, the issue is no, I, that they I, I have to change show. the name Padres? No. Because the Padres were disrespectful and they should change it to like. The Padre name is disrespectful? Yeah, Padre name is disrespectful. This guy had some long name that he should. Like an Aztec deal? Like when people want to yeah. get rid of the Aztecs? Yeah. I thought Padres was. Hey, I like Padres. I've got a good, hey, I've got a good history with this team. And, and I didn't, Coach said today. I didn't have a problem with the Cleveland Indians or the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> I understood the Redskins. Why would you name a team that's insulting to people? I don't understand that. He the said po- he didn't have a problem with the Indians or he loves the Tomahawk chop too? Yeah. Fucking coach. That's what he said. What the fuck? Don't ask me. Jesus Christ. What the hell's going on? I don't know. They go to yeah. Darren and fucking. Yeah, I don't know why. I like separate drinking fountains, coach. Fuck. What the <laughs> no fuck's wrong shit. with you? Jesus hey, Christ. Hey, listen. I, I don't mind letting women vote, but who's in the kitchen? <laughs> what am I supposed to eat that night? Fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's going to heat up the pizza rolls? Fucking God. <laughs> God dang, man. What the fuck? Is he said today. He didn't like Redskins. Yeah. He aligned with that. I didn't mind the Braves. I don't mind the Braves. I didn't mind the Cleveland Indians. I didn't like Redskins. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with this I don't know. Guy? But they had this guy who just droned on and on and on. Yeah, he never <laughs> says goodbye. Never. Never. Like, we, Dude. We, Jeff and I are looking at each other all the time. We get the thumb. Get this guy the fuck out of here. Out of all here. the time. Dude, if you get a chance to, if you're a Padre fan, go. I love Don LaGreca. Yeah. Don LaGreca, I found like 10 years ago on NHL Network. He used to do NHL Live. It was just this mellow show, him and EJ Raddick. And, it, dude, it's like it's not even the same guy. And Don was so good. He'd just talk NHL and talk all the teams and just do an East Coast bias. And he and EJ Raddick were good buddies yeah. and do the show. And now Don is the uh, the sidekick on the Michael K show. Okay. And it's Don... Uh, Michael Kay and Peter Rosenberg. Don's a Mets fan. This guy calls yesterday. I guess it was Monday. Called Monday. Complaining that the Yankees don't bunt and they do different shit. And Don fucking lost it. And Don loses it about twice a month on that. And it's just so funny. Because like I said, Dave, I literally, we were doing morning somewhere. I just come home. Jack and Kate were little. And I watched Don and, and EJ NHL Live, and yeah. he, he never got upset. Just the nicest dude. But he lost it at this Yankees fan and then started screaming, have you watched my team? <laughs> and if you're a Padre fan, you're like, dude, it might be time to move out coach and get Don LaGreca out here to talk Padres because <laughs> he's awesome. All right, here we go. A couple more questions. Do you, do you have any weekly or daily rituals? Uh, underachieving seems to be my daily. <laughs> ah, nothing really. Like, do you wake up at a certain time? Do you, like, you aren't a coffee drinker. Like, Not first thing I do drinker. in the morning, man, I walk downstairs, turn the coffee thing on right away. Yeah. No. I just, uh, I try to just drink as much water through in the day. Yeah. As much as you can, right? Dude. It's been so fun, like, this week with Joe in town, um, just getting out and, and being out. I mean, yeah. yeah, we're in the office every day, eight to five. And what's been really nice is getting out to these games, man. There were a couple of 10 o'clock games and one o'clock games. And yeah. just, uh, it reminded me of what it used to be like with, with my kids when we could get out and be part of it. So, uh, that's going to come to a screeching halt here, but I've enjoyed that, but no, I mean, not really. I mean, yeah. I'm really thankful for the life I have, but as far as day-to-day rituals, nothing really. How about you? No, I wake up 4.30 every day. Not right. Today, I mean, I got up at 3 because I had this crazy cramp in my calf. Like, I felt like it was a oh. baseball underneath. Like, it still hurts right now. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm just fucking blood clot. Like, what the fuck's yeah, going, right? <laughs> going on? So, man, 
I'm up, but I'll tell you the craziest shit to watch on TV. All right. No one gets up as early as me. I understand at four 55. Okay. KUSI news starts at five o'clock in the morning and Fox five starts at five and all that shit. I think mm-hmm. Fox starts at five at four 55. For some reason, TMZ runs out at four 55 and then it's five minutes of just, just nothing. Okay. okay. And then they just talk for five minutes. So it's Jason Ostell oh, yeah, that's what you and said. Casey McKinnon. It's the biggest train wreck TV you've ever seen in your life. Every day. But I got to watch it. <laughs> and I watch for five minutes and I turn it off. I change the channel, something else. Watch George Lopez reruns or whatever. Yeah. But I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? Like, she's talking and her family owns the station. Yeah. For now, zero right? interest to fucking even listen to what Is she's that saying. Right? He's looking at her. It's hot in here. And he just leaves the set. Fucking goes, gets his own fan. She's like, all right. What are they doing? She's looking at the camera. All right. Well, I guess I'm just going to stare at you guys. Like, what the hell? Jesus. Yeah, it's a complete train wreck. But it's a train wreck every day for five minutes. And Why radio and that? stuff, you're sitting and you're talking. You're used to covering. Yeah. And there are times Jeff and I are here. I'll get up. I'll go grab water while Jeff's yeah. talking. Yeah. Fucking. Well, can you imagine if you just stopped talking Yeah. I came back? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to have nothing to say now. Yeah. I'm going to freak the fuck gonna out. going to wait. Go get my own fan. Yeah, fucking crazy. What the hell? Oh, my God. All right, here we go. We were just talking about real estate. And it's funny. I ask this question to people a lot. I don't know, maybe because I, I was asked the people, when when are you going to retire? Or do you plan on retiring? That's because yeah. we know people that are retiring. If you know anyone that's a policeman or a fireman, you, people are retiring young, right? Yeah. Or well, military. they should. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going, they're already retired. And you think, what do you do with your fucking day? Right. When, when you retire, do you plan on living in San Diego? Uh, dude, I would just like to get to the point where I could retire. <laughs> I think a lot of people say that too. Yeah. I've had a lot of people tell me, dude, I won't be able to retire. Right. But I mean, would you be bored? Would you be bored? They seem like they get really bored really quick. People that are retired. So it's funny you say this. I was thinking, cause my wife always counts down the years. I think she has like 10 years left. Mm. Okay. She goes, all right, I'm work for 10 more years. Okay. And then, then I was thinking, all right, well me, I'm I'll probably be doing this. Like, right. Literally. <laughs> right. This is probably you and I will still be doing this if we feel like doing it. Right, because it's just fun. Yeah, it's uh, to boom and knock it out. At least, what else? Would, if, if I didn't do this, what am I going to look at the wall? Dude, I had a friend tell me the other day, and I, I don't have TikTok. Yeah, but a friend of mine said Saw is on TikTok. No way. And does these little videos, and said they're great. And I, you know, Dave, I thought that was really cool for Lee. Like, I had no idea Lee's as TikTok. Like Lee was. Lee is the definition of old school, right? Yeah. Like running everything on carts and and reel to reel, and just doing 1941 radio. But if Lee actually is doing that, dude, I think that's great. Dude, here's the deal, Lee pulls. Man, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like if I was KUSI, I would tell Lee, look, I know we aren't the most professional station. Is he still in the in the recliner? He's a, he's in a chair and his wife's in the background in a recliner, just rocking back and forth, right over his shoulder. Dude, that is when? How often is Lee on? I there? think he's on like once a week. But uh, every time I catch it, I'm like, dude, you understand your wife's in the shot? You know? Yeah. You don't live in a guiding trailer. Like, why don't you take your wife out of the shot? Turn the computer screen. Are you shocked he's not on either? No. Like, uh, Seven sixty. Nope. Or or ninety seven three. No, nothing against Lee. He has nothing offering today's radio. Yeah. The internet killed him. His thing was yeah, always breaking news. It's not true. breaking any news anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah, when it broke at yeah, what's 930 it? in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's it going to tell you? He was, yeah, never, bye. he was never about opinions. It was always about basically reading. Yeah, he'd always say that was his opinion. Yeah, I hated that shit. Now you know what I think. You didn't tell me anything you think, yeah. you fucker. You, you fucker. <laughs> I used to get so pissed when he always ended it with, well, now you know what I think. Yeah, your turn. One man's opinion, but not mine. Well, I don't know. Fucking like, jerk. Well, you're ripping him. I was yeah, like. Yeah, I would. I'd get pissed. But I, they said he's doing TikTok stuff, which that's is fine. cool. When his show was started at three, it was always breaking news on the Newswire at 3.15. Yeah. But when but the show got moved way- to four, all of a sudden there's breaking news at 4.15? Unbelievable. <laughs> the world <laughs> waited. <laughs> the world waited. For Lee. What the fuck's going on over here? I thought that's considerate. The whole world. Yeah. Found out Lee got moved to four. Yeah. They waited. Jesus. All right, here we go. Last question. Do you think most people are mostly good or mostly evil? Evil. I think most people are self-centered egomaniacs. Dude, I hate to say it. I agree with you 100%. I think they have an occasional good tendency, and then they get bored, and then they turn back to being the fuckheads they are. Dude, I agree with you. I hate to say it. People like to see other people fail. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Speaking of that, Costa got kicked off Twitter again. 
again? Dude, like five times now. Wait, since the last time? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many more names can this guy fucking use? I can't even play the game where I tag him and tag Lauren Finney anymore. Uh, okay, so Dave's heading out of town. I'm heading out of town. Yeah. You're going you're going to Nashville, right, tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, going, yeah, going to Nashville, and then I'm going to... Um, New York City. New York City. So yeah. when do you go to New York? I go to New York on the 4th. Tuesday. Yep, Tuesday, and I come back uh, Friday night. All right, so we are out all of next week. And then, what is that? It's, um, I got to think about the dates here. Hang on. So, it would be, we're probably back then. Are you? I'm back like July 8th or something. Yeah. So, well, that's fine. I, I, like, I could be back for that Sunday. You're going to be back for this Sunday? You're still in San Francisco? No, I'm back for that. And the good thing is Jack and Kate are out of town. Okay. So maybe what we do is we may be able to go like a Sunday, Wednesday, you know, try to get you a bonus yeah. show in there. If, especially because it'll be around the all-star break. There could be some deals made. So we will not see you for probably about 10 days, right? Yeah, that's right. So we'll see you. Uh, everybody have a safe 4th of July. Don't lose your fingers. No. Dipshits. Yeah. <laughs> From Jason Pierre Paul. Yeah. But uh, during that time, remember, Dan Williams is at 858-688-6813. Alan Taylor, TaylorMade Pools, is at 619-449-4452. Our friend Brian Curry is at 619-251-1588. And that number that your friends are going to need over the 4th of July, Bright Bail Bonds, Fabian and Miguel, 888 And then don't forget our friend Kyle Fluger. Congratulations, Fluke, on the new website. Best thing to do for Flukes is just look at our website and then click the link on there under the sponsor exactly page. Right. It'll take you to any of the guys we just mentioned. We thank all of you for uh, supporting it. Have a very safe and happy 4th, and then we'll see you around the 8th or 9th. There you go. All right.